Greetings, friends and brethren. Welcome to Voice in the Wilderness. I'm Don Noble of Pure Heart Ministries, and I welcome you today with exceedingly great joy. Today is Pearl Harbor Day, and believe it or not, it wasn't until I actually looked at the title of my message and then looked at the date and realized how prophetic it was that I titled my message today, We Must Fight. So let's pray. Father, I thank you that you are Lord of the universe. You are Lord of our life. And Father, we surrender to you today. We surrender everything, everything to you, Lord. We thank you for guiding us and leading us and teaching us. And Lord, in the midst of all of the spiritual battles that we are in for the nation, for our nation, America, We thank you, Father, that you have given us an opportunity to pray, to fight, and to believe for the truth, no matter what. We thank you, Father, that you are Lord Sabaoth, that you are commander of the angel armies, and we trust, Father, that your will will be done on earth as it is in heaven for our nation, America. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, ever since November 3rd, There has been an overwhelming response to the election results in six states, Arizona, Nevada, Michigan, Wisconsin, Georgia, and Pennsylvania. As time has passed, it has become very clear that there have been so many cases of fraud. Close to a thousand people have sworn under oath to the abuses and the outright fraud in these states. Something, something we have never seen before in our nation. Many of us in the church have been praying and engaging in spiritual warfare for the truth to come out. And indeed, it seems each day more and more is being uncovered. Hallelujah. I have heard many Republicans in high-ranking positions say, it's over. Joe Biden won this election. I've even heard our Attorney General, William Barr, say he's not aware of any fraud in our election, saying that as recently as this past Friday. So it makes me shake my head. Many Christians have given up believing there is no path for President Trump to win. And even my friends, have vocalized the same beliefs. They say Joe Biden is president, and we will just have to live with that. Now, if that were true, and this was a totally fair election, I would have to agree. We would just have to live with that. But that's not the case. There is overwhelming evidence of fraud. But you will not hear about it on the mainstream media. Well, you might ask, who is the mainstream media? Well, they comprise NBC, CBS, ABC, CNN, and MSNBC. And if that's all you listen to, then you've been lied to over and over and over. You've either been lied to or the truth has not been released to you, has not been shared over the airwaves. 
to you. And if you are a Christian, I encourage you to stop listening to them now. You see, even Fox News, who has been a conservative voice for quite a long time, they've even shifted left, except for a very few voices left on Fox News. There are videos, affidavits of close to a thousand people swearing under oath of the irregularities of this election. When in your lifetime have you ever heard of such a thing? So with this much evidence, and after listening to the testimonies that I've listened to, the testimonies of so many people who witnessed this fraud, and I believe beyond a shadow of a doubt that President Trump won this election handily. Yet, the critics say there's not enough fraud to overturn the election. Are you kidding me? We've had a significant um, positive thing for uh, President Trump in that Michael Kelly from Pennsylvania, I believe he's a state representative, don't quote me on what his position is, but he has some position in Pennsylvania, he has has had his case appealed to the Supreme Court. And Justice Alito is going to be making a ruling by tomorrow morning. Something in regards to that case. I'm not sure the specifics of it, but it's come before the Supreme Court and there's going to be some kind of ruling tomorrow. What you need to know is that everything that Pennsylvania did was in violation of their own state constitution. So when we have an attorney general for the United States who says he's not aware of any fraud, uh, these statements regarding Pennsylvania had been made prior to November 3rd, prior to the election. So how is it that the main person responsible for justice in the United States can make a statement three days ago and say he's not aware of any fraud when everything that Pennsylvania did was in violation of their own state constitution. Folks, this is not over. This is not over by a long shot. So what do we do as the ecclesia? the church's governing governing body in the earth. We fight. If you just understand one thing, it will make this very simple. This fight is not between Republican versus Democrat. This is a spiritual battle. I've said this before. I'm going to say it again because often we get our eyes on the news. We watch whatever network, and we begin to believe that the battle is between the Republican Party and the Democratic Party, and it is not. It's a spiritual battle, plain and simple, over the destiny of our nation. We will either live under freedom, or we will live in a society set to become a socialist, Marxist, communist country. That is no joke. This is a war. 
over truth versus lies, good versus evil, darkness versus light. And because of that, you and I have a moral and a civic responsibility to fight for our heritage as a Christian nation. And I might add a spiritual responsibility. You see, we're warring for the truth. Why would we just give up and say, what's the use? Joe Biden warned, and Donald Trump has no clear path to victory. How many times have you heard the media make that statement? Donald Trump has no clear path to victory. They've repeated it so many times that some of you have laid hold of that phrase and you believe it. You believe it. That's why I'm encouraging you to stop listening to those networks. That is not the truth. Donald Trump has a clear path to victory. But if we have this sense of, well, let's just, you know, this is the way it is. This is how it came out. These are how the chips fell. So we just have to, we'll just have to live with that. No, my friend, that's called appeasement. Let's just get along and stop being divisive. Number one, the Republicans are not the divisive ones. We don't go and burn and loot and tear down buildings. We don't riot and injure the police and throw bricks and rocks and firebombs at the police and at innocent bystanders. Let's be clear who is divisive here. We cannot fall into this place or position of appeasement. That's what Britain did in 1938 under Prime Minister Neville Chamberlain by signing the Munich Agreement that gave the Sudetenland region of Czechoslovakia over to German conquest. But bringing, as Chamberlain promised, peace in our time. See what he did? He signed an agreement thinking that it was okay for the Nazis to take a part of Czechoslovakia to annex it because this was going to bring peace in our time. Well, less than a year, in less than a year, actually 11 months and maybe like one or two days in 1939, that peace was shattered by Hitler's invasion of Poland. Chamberlain declared war against Germany, but he proved to be ill-equipped for the daunting task of saving Europe from Nazi conquest. After British forces failed to prevent the German occupation of Norway, Chamberlain lost support from his conservative party. On May 10th, Adolf Hitler invaded Belgium, Luxembourg, the Netherlands, and France. That same day, Neville Chamberlain lost the confidence of his party and resigned. Winston Churchill was called to replace him and gave this speech declaring, I have nothing but blood, soil, tears, and sweat. And he offered a bold plan 
for British resistance. He said, we will never give up. We will never surrender. You see, folks, it takes courage to fight. It takes bold courage. As Ronald Reagan said in 1979, he said, America has a rendezvous with destiny. We have a heritage that is rich in its Christian formation. This land of liberty was settled with the intention of spreading the gospel. In 1607, Reverend Robert Hunt, after a large wooden cross, was erected at Cape Henry, Jamestown, Virginia. This is what he prayed. He prayed, we do hereby dedicate this land and ourselves to reach the people within these shores with the gospel of Jesus Christ and to raise up godly generations after us and with these generations take the kingdom of God to all the earth. So it's clear that there was a mandate to advance the gospel of the kingdom of Jesus Christ. Reverend Hunt was the chaplain on the expedition to Virginia. And of course, we know that the Mayflower Compact, written by the Reverend William Brewster, echoed the same mandate regarding the gospel. So that's the destiny. That's the future of America. And we've been pretty successful successful in doing that. We've sent more missionaries around the world than any country. We have been fulfilling most of that mandate to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ all around the world. So you ask, why are we continuing to fight and pray? Because if we don't, we may lose our country and the reason for which it was founded. As I said, we are warring for truth. As Minister Dutch Sheet said recently in a podcast, there are just some things important enough to fight for. He went on to say, babies are a big deal. Babies are a big deal to me. Abortion is a grievous thing to our nation and to our God. The covenant of marriage between one woman and one man is worth fighting for. The destiny of America in preaching the gospel is worth fighting for. People's eternity are at stake. He listed reasons why God does not want a president who wants to kill babies up until and even after they are born. You see, Joe Biden and his party believe it's okay to do that. In fact, Joe Biden said on his first day he will reverse the Mexico City policy which would allow millions of the um, taxpayer dollars to be used to fund abortions around 
the world. <laughs> so, wow. Uh, let me go on with Dutch sheep. Joe Biden will refund Planned Parenthood. And Joe Biden believes it's okay for eight-year-olds to start the process to have a sex change. His party boos when God's name is mentioned. And they will not say God's name in the Pledge of Allegiance. So I'm asking you, those of you who are listening this evening, do you believe this is the will of God for America? The things that I just shared that Dutch Sheep talked about, where he, he just mentioned about what the Democratic Party is about to unfold in our nation, how they will reverse every everything that Donald Trump has put into place that has been for the good, they plan to reverse. Do you think that God is okay with all of their party's platforms? <laughs> it's, it's not the heart of God. It's not the will of God to have a party in power that would radically alter everything in our nation that would remove God, remove our godly heritage, and remove our compassion for the unborn. So, see, this is what we have to, I mean, I want you to think, I want you to take a moment and think about what I'm saying to you today. Because this is where we are. And this is what we must say to those who want to remove God, remove our godly heritage, and remove our compassion for the unborn. We say no, never, never, never on our watch is this going to happen. As Minister Dutch Sheet says, we are warring for God's will, God's purpose, and God's promise over this nation. He goes on. We are not warring for a political party or necessarily for Donald Trump. We do believe that President Trump plays an important role in helping to advance God's purposes for America. Yes, we believe that. When asked, why do we persevere against the overwhelming odds that Donald J. Trump will be our president? This is what Dutch Sheet said. Because we believe we can win this. We can win. We can win, he said. We can take out the Goliath. And we can take out the giants. We will war until we win or lose. We're warring what is right. God works through us and through our prayers. He said, I believe President Trump won this election overwhelmingly. Now it's up to us. Yeah, it's up to us. Who's us? The ecclesia, the church, the governing 
body. And I will add to his comment that I am in total agreement with him. We cannot lay down our swords. Our battle has never been flesh and blood. Our battle is Ephesians 6. The Apostle Paul wrote, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers of the air, against rulers of darkness, and against spiritual wickedness in high places. Here are the orders, our orders, from the Word of God. Paul wrote to the church, that's us. And he said, finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Notice, it's in the power of his might, not in any man's power. So even though we have great patriots, right now we have great patriots all across our country who are doing everything in their power to um, to be a witness on the witness stand, to talk about the fraud, about the irregularities, about the voting machines, uh, about how things were hidden and windows were darkened and so on and so on. We have patriots all across the country that are fighting for and warring for the truth and to hold on to America and its destiny. So many of us are warring in the spirit realm and many are warring out there in the natural realm. We have the Trump legal team who's warring in the court system. We have many people who are warring to see truth and see the darkness exposed and truth come to light. So we have to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Paul says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Well, the wiles of the devil are being exposed in America in this election, and they will continue to be exposed. And it's not just the wiles of the devil in the election, it's the wiles of the devil that is working in our government and in every aspect of our government, not just our federal government, not just our state government, but in local governments as well. Paul says in Ephesians 5, 15 through 17, he says, see that you walk circumspectly. In other words, tiptoe around. Be very, very careful. He says, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time. Because the days, Paul says, are evil. That Greek word redeem means to make wise and sacred use of every opportunity for doing good. Boy, if there was ever a word for 
the time we're living in right now. It's about redeeming the time. We have to make good use of every opportunity to do good, to walk in truth, to do what's right in the sight of the Lord, to walk according to the principles of the Word of God, which is our plumb line. Because Paul said the days are evil. He says, therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. That's why we talked about today. We talked about God's will for our nation. Going back a few verses in chapter 5, Paul writes this. He says, for you were once darkness, meaning you and I. We were once darkness. But now, he says, you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. See, that's what the fruit of the Spirit is. When we walk in the light, we're walking in the goodness, in righteousness, and in truth. He goes on to say, finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. And he says, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness but rather expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret. But all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light. For whatever makes manifest is light. Therefore he, the Lord, says, Awake you who sleep, arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. The light is exposing all the works of darkness, my friends, regarding this election and more. And for those in the church who are asleep, awake, awake. Christ will give you light. And I want to conclude by saying this to the church. Pray, pray, pray. Don't stop. Keep your faith strong. Stand strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Amen. Well, this is Don Noble of Pure Heart Ministries. You can go to www.pureheart.today and listen to this podcast again. Um, I want to encourage you to uh, follow Dutch Sheet. Uh, he has been an apostle of prayer for our nation for many, many, many years. I have followed him. And a true man of God fighting for truth for our nation. And he has a wonderful app called Give Him 15. You can go on it each day. He has a prayer there. He, he has, um, you can go on YouTube and watch him every day. And he will uh, bring updates and encouragement for prayer and prayer strategies. And um, so I would, I would really encourage you to do that. His name is Dutch Sheets. S-H-E-E-T-S. And also, you can write me at Pure Heart Ministries, P.O. Box 85, Valley Grove, West Virginia, 26060. And uh, I sure would love for you to continue to pray for this ministry. Write me uh, if you feel that um, 
leading to support this ministry, you can send that to Pure Heart Ministries, P.O. Box 85, Valley Grove, West Virginia. Well, with that, I look forward to being with you next week. Shalom, shalom. Peace be unto you.